Welcome to the Pursuit of Now podcast. I'm Chase. And I'm Katrina. And let the pursuit begin. And we are back. Hello. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Do we have a good topic in store for today? We sure do. We do? I'm pretty excited about this topic. Yeah, you you were amped up for this one today. Yeah, I was amped up on Mountain Dew. Yeah, you were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a large, uh, what did you get today? Cream brulee? Is that what it was? <laughs> creme brulee. Yeah, creme. That's, yeah, I anything that espresso. That's what I got. Ooh, little, little team anything espresso plug? Mm-hmm. Mm. You already know, team white mocha though. And because we don't like cream brulee lattes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's false. But anyways, mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> I didn't actually have Mountain Dew. Yeah, you don't drink Mountain Dew. No. No. Not really. Nope. But what are we talking about today, Trine? Well, today we're going to talk about something that's very um, interesting to me. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about is college worth it and our kind of experience Um, Going through college, some of the pros, some of the cons, and, you know, just all all things college. Uh Uh-huh. And then we're going to talk about, do dream jobs exist? Or is that a myth? Or is that what we were told? Is it a myth? I don't know. Stick around and find out. Yeah. Was that good? Stick around and find out our opinion. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you can have your own opinion. (laughs) Exactly. Yep. And if you're new to the show, um, I'm Chase. And I'm Train. And this is Train. And we talk about serious topics without taking ourselves too seriously, of course. And this is just from our young 25-year-old perspective and our experience up to this point. Um, So, obviously, if you do need help with any of these topics or you need any real advice... We're probably not the ones to go to. (laughs) Any real advice. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, we just have fun and everything else. And uh, we are so happy to have you along. Uh, If you're new, please consider uh, subscribing to the podcast, hitting the notification bell, following us on social media. uh, And we really appreciate it. Yeah. And if you haven't already rated the podcast, please do that because... I get excited whenever I see another rating. Yeah, we get excited when we get ratings and reviews. So uh, if you do leave a review or if you have in the past, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yeah. And also, if you have any ideas for future topics, also let us know that. Yeah. Yep. We love that. Yeah. Love that. Well, before, you know, we get into any of the topics in regards to colleges and dream jobs and yada, 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 we got one thing that we need to do first. Which is practice gratitude. We got practice gratitude because this, the main topic behind this podcast is being in the moment. And so we're going to do a little practice to make sure that we're in the moment going into it. And so, Trine, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So my moment of joy was really from last week, but I wasn't able to... Um, share it yet because it hadn't been shared by the person Um, so my moment of joy Chase is looking at me like where are you going with this no I picked up on it afterwards my moment of joy it's not a small moment though it's a it's like a really big moment it's a big moment um, is that my goddaughter was born yeah one of my best friends had her first baby and that's super cool yeah that's awesome yeah so, so congrats to you all. Goodness, I'm going to cry. Yeah, Trine's already crying. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you're watching the video, oh, sorry about that. Yeah. But that is definitely my my large moment of joy that I can share now. So welcome to the world, little one. Yeah, so we're excited. so excited to meet you. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got to talk now. Well, that was good. Yeah, I'm just gonna that was an crying. emotional <laughs> Trine. All right, go ahead. Trina's emotional. Um, what is my moment of joy here? And can um, you top recently? that one? Because I'm like that one's pretty good. 
Can that also be my moment of joy? Because that's that's a good one. Chase, you need to think of your own moment of joy. I do. Mm -hmm. I can't take that one. Um, Oh, my moment of joy. Trina and I, uh, it's the weather's getting a little bit better here uh, in Missouri. And Trina and I, we took a little walk today and went and got some coffee. Um, Of course, white mocha, you already know. And I really enjoyed that. I like that it's starting to warm up now a little bit more. Get to finally get out there and do some golfing, um, hopefully tomorrow. So mm-hmm. um, I'm just really grateful for that. And it's going to feel good to finally get to to get outside again and, and get back to uh, going on our walks and things like that. Yeah, I feel like this season, I, more than ever, I'm so excited for the weather to get warmer. Yes. I miss mm-hmm. being outside. Yeah, me too. Which I really wanted to go snowboarding, in which that hasn't got to happen unfortunately yet and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to next this year but next year it's gonna happen yeah i want to get really good at planning trips and for you like asking time off like super super in advance yeah and that's just what we do every year it's it's not like oh should we go on a trip over spring break it's like oh where are we going yeah like it's spring break time we're going on a trip because for those of y'all don't know, Trina works in school, so uh, she gets a little bit of break um, here coming up shortly. Yeah, and, and in the future, I just want to fill them with trips. Yes, to yep. go explore and have new experiences. Yeah, and we were going to go on a little trip, but um, of course, I wasn't able to because I wasn't able to get off work. So that's why we're talking about dream jobs today. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, a little segue into the dream job thing but um anyways yeah that's our moments of joy again take some time to reflect on your week what are some things that you enjoyed what brings you gratitude and um what's our saying again what's the three things um live wait grateful thankful yeah grateful thankful bless (laughs) (laughs) be grateful be thankful and be blessed yes (laughs) yes um but anyways without further ado train let's let's dive dive right in. in Well, we're getting pretty good at that. Yeah, we're we're getting good at that. Yeah. I like it. It's kind of cheesy. It's very It's very cheesy, cheesy but you know, it's all good. All good. So let's start off. We're going to talk a little bit about college, our opinions on college. Um, was it worth it for us? That kind of thing. Um, and then we'll kind of segue into the whole dream job thing. But, Trina, do you want to kick us off with talking about college? Yeah. So I think we should start off by like going over our college. I don't want to say journey because that's like super cringe. Our college experience. Yeah. And (laughs) just like how how we kind of chose our majors and like you chose like 50 majors before you landed on one. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think just giving that kind of background information would be good. Um, even though everybody probably knows anyways, that's listening to this. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe if you, if there's one stranger, they don't know probably. So, right. Right. Um, no, I think that's a really good idea. Okay. So, um, fun fact. So Trina and I, we both went to the same school, so that's really cool. Um, but we went to UCM and yeah, I was kind of all over the place when choosing a major cause I didn't really know what I wanted to, to do with my life and I still don't. So, yeah, like most people, (laughs) let's normalize that. Yeah. So, um, definitely still don't know what I want to do, uh, with my life. But at the time I kind of started off more on the, on the fitness track because I had like a small, like little business thing that I was doing in the fitness world and I was super passionate about it and I loved it. Um, that's why I like also, you know, in the podcast, we've had a couple episodes over fitness and I really enjoy it. And I uh, love talking about it still. But So that was my original career path. Um, I thought that's the route that I wanted to go. Um, so I don't know how long I was in that major. I think maybe like a year, year and a half. Oh, that long? Yeah. Wow, like your whole freshman year then? Yeah. Okay, when were you? I'll let you I'll continue. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was my whole freshman year. Okay. But um, yeah, that was my original path. And I wanted to do that. And I wanted to kind of pursue like my own business in the fitness world and I was super passionate about that Um, but I had an internship my freshman year uh, in the financial uh, planning world and so at that point I kind of decided that 
I wanted to go more finance or more business or sales oriented. So oriented. Did you hear that? <laughs> oriented. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I kind of transitioned uh, because of that and I went a different route with more of like, I uh, got into the whole entrepreneurship sort of thing. Um, and I went with more so that major, uh, just because mainly they had a lot more sales classes and stuff like that, which I was super interested in. And at the time I really wanted to build a career in sales. So that's kind of why I went that route. Um, and then yeah, graduated with that. It took me like five years, I think. And I was done. So did you not major in construction management? Am I making that up? Oh, that, oh yeah. That was my first, very first major. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went in construction management <laughs> right off the bat. And did you ever out of high school? Yeah. Did you ever major in finance? Um, no. Oh, you never like. I was actually. going to, but I didn't, and then I decided to switch to the entrepreneurship major. Gotcha. For some reason, I just like thought that that was like declared at one point. I don't think so. It could have been. Hmm. I don't remember. Well, Honestly. dang, I'm over here like you had 50 majors. <laughs> major I did. Changes. I had a lot. I had like three. That's only three. That's really not that much. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of tough going in because it's like, how do you decide what you want to do forever? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, trying to figure out what route you want to go in your life and you don't have any experiences up to that point to really tell you what you'd be interested in. So, um, you know, but I knew for sure I love fitness. That's why. Uh, but I wanted to, I strictly was just in construction management because I thought it would get me into a career that made a good income, um, which there's definitely a lot of good careers within that. Um, but I decided to go more the passion route off Mm -hmm. the, off the bat and made the decision to, to, switch and then I switched again and then I switched again I love that for you (laughs) (laughs) but yours was a lot more of a steady type of deal so I did not know okay so I my freshman year technically I was elementary education Mm -hmm. for like a month I don't know it was Mm -hmm. not very long a few months maybe my first semester and I I very quickly went undecided. Um, and so I took this class and it was like exploring majors and careers. And I loved that class. It was so much fun. You got to like learn about different career paths, different majors and what careers they could lead to. We did a lot of like personality and, and stuff like that. And Mm -hmm. just like figuring out what works with your personality, what works with your skill set, and, it was just a super cool class. Anyways, I was in between still wanting to be a teacher, specifically teaching English and social work, and I think political science, which is really weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? It's really random. Yeah. I was like, I remember doing this report and it was comparing those three political science. Uh, well, it wasn't elementary ed anymore, but education studying to be an English teacher and then social work hmm yeah so ultimately I chose social work in my first semester pretty right off the bat yeah nailed it and I stuck with it yep and then um, I graduated um, pretty soon after that like I think three and a half years because for some reason I thought I should go as fast as I can like Mm -hmm. get out of it which looking back that I don't know why I had that mindset, but, um, and then I went on and got my master's also in social work. So yep, pretty narrow. (laughs) Yeah. You just, you, you know, you picked a path and you stuck with it and that's extremely impressive to do because I know, um, for me, I was just kind of, it's kind of funny because I was like the exact opposite, like all over the place. (laughs) Then you're just like, bam. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I admire people that are willing to, you know, make that change and explore other avenues. Yeah. Yeah. Because pretty much like with you, you watch case 39 (laughs) and then you're like, I'm going to be a social worker right off the bat. Okay. I know I've told you that story like 12 times. I did. The first time I was ever introduced to the idea of what a social worker is (laughs) 
was watching Case 39, this horror movie. Yeah. And basically she was like like a children and families, you know, worker. Yeah. Which is the only thing that people I people seem to think of when they think of a social worker and that's just not true at all. Right. Um but it was actually like a really scary movie, but I was like, wow, she like manages cases and like helps kids. That's really cool. Like yeah. <laughs> And then you just knew that was your career path from here on. <laughs> yeah, I mean it like yeah, that, I watched that in like middle school and I was like, maybe I want to be a social worker. And then I went back and I was like, got really into, um, oh, maybe I want to be a teacher. And so then, uh, you know, I, I ended up doing school social work. So it's kind of, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird how that worked out. Cause I did think about other avenues of social work too, but Hey, it just worked out that yeah. way for me. So it just did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anyways, so, Trine, you want to get into some pros and cons of the college world? I do. So now that you kind of know, like, what we did as far as majors, because later on in this episode, we're going to talk about choosing a dream career and if that's, like, Mm -hmm. a real thing or not, um, in our opinion, right? Um, So, yeah, yeah, pros and cons of going go in the college route Mm -hmm. and we're specifically talking about right out of high school um yeah just because that's the that's our experience that's what we know Mm -hmm. um so we're kind of like looking through that lens yeah of right of right out of high school should you go to college should you not ultimately it's up it's up to you but these are the pros and cons that we are pondering upon yeah exactly yeah more so from our experience like what we didn't want to do with this podcast would be like, oh, like, super. We're not. We're trying not to be biased about it, or, um, you know, trying to be like, oh, the only way to be successful is to do this or that. Um, but we just want to provide sort of our experience. Was it worth it for us? That kind of thing. Um, I think one of the benefits, my first benefit to going to college for me, was, I met Treen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, we would have never met if. We both didn't go to UCM, so. That's very true, which. How cool is that? You didn't think about that, did you? No, I did think about that. You forgot. You forgot how we met. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't forget. I That was actually one of the pros I was thinking of is when you do go that route, you're introduced to like a lot of new people. Yeah. That are uh, typically like around the same age um, with like all different kinds of life experiences leading up to meeting them in college so i would say that's pretty cool yeah yeah you kind of meet people from all over the place different sides of the state other states you know all back out of the country yeah out of the country even too yeah so um it's kind of neat um to get to kind of build a network Mm -hmm. of of new people and and i'm you know some of our best friends that we have now we met through college yeah and we wouldn't have met them if not so that's pretty cool yeah yeah which you can always make friends outside of college too um but it's just kind of neat to get out and meet new people and build your network and um everything else so right right i mean i think that there is a difference like if you go straight into working you're going to meet people at your job but that's only a certain number of people typically unless you're like like going and doing networking things and whatever but in college like depending on what classes you're in like you meet people in class you meet people like in the social part of college you meet people oh yeah living there if you live there i never lived there thursday yeah you You meet people there yeah you meet people everywhere (laughs) there's people everywhere there's just a lot of people Uh (laughs) (laughs) so let's what what are some more pros of attending college? Um, so we already kind of touched on networking. Um, but I think, and of course, one of the other ones, expanding knowledge and skill set that we had down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that... You could do this either way. Yeah. Like if you don't choose to go to college or if you do choose to go to college. Yeah, I think definitely it's kind of interesting, the college route, because... Like, don't get me wrong, like, I learned some stuff in college, but I think the vast amount of, like, my knowledge and skill set 
definitely came from like the internships that I did Mm -hmm. while I was in college. So I kind of attribute a lot of my, like what I've learned and the knowledge I've gained really to like more so that to be quite honest with you. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think, and it kind of goes into somewhat of a con of college. Like you do take a lot of really pointless classes. (laughs) You, you really do, you know? Um, but not to say I didn't learn anything from any of my classes, but I found like, you know, taking economics courses were super helpful, micro macro economics, um, classes obviously on finance. Oh yeah. Philosophy. (laughs) That was one of my favorite classes of all time. Um, basically the professor would just like get up there and just argue with people just for an hour and then we'd leave. (laughs) It was, it was so much fun. Like, and this, he was just a much older professor. You can tell he was like, you know, getting to the end of his career. He really didn't like, you know, it was, he didn't really care, I guess, probably as much. He was just, so he would literally just get up there and he'd be like, so what is furniture? And I remember <laughs> you talking about that. Yeah, it was like my favorite class ever. And um, yeah, and he literally just got up there. He's like, what is furniture? And everybody was like, um, uh, well, it's, you know, something uh, that you sit on. And he was like, okay, so if I sat on you, would you be furniture? And I was like, <laughs> What? No, <laughs> no. And so, like, literally nobody in the class could explain what furniture was. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, there was literally, like, the whole class was just, like, basically, like, he would ask you a question, you and then to he really would just... think. Yeah, and he was such a good, so good at arguing. And uh, <laughs> I definitely wish that um, I had a little bit of that. But he was so insightful, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to touch on something you said. You, you were, like... A lot of the classes are pointless, which I don't, I just want to give the devil's advocate there. I don't, I think that it's important to say, to mention that they're not pointless. They're just pointless for what like your, your goals are. Yeah. So like when you have to take, like I took a geology class to me, that seemed pretty pointless just because it didn't. Like, I don't use that in my life at all right now. Yeah. And also probably because I didn't do well in it. But anyways, that's besides (laughs) the point. Yeah. But so it it might be point. It might seem pointless based on what career you are going for. Yeah. So. Yeah, it does. And I kind of swing both because I know like and you hear that a lot about even just, you know, high school and stuff like oh, you hear people talk all the time like, why don't you teach us how to do taxes or something? And that argument always bothers me because I think the point of a lot of those classes, especially uh, like at the high school level, is you're kind of learning how to learn, Mm -hmm. essentially. Like, it's not necessarily like, yeah, you're probably not. Actually, you you never know. I've used some like geometry and stuff like that in my career, which I never expected to. Yeah, like I never really expected to have to know that, but you know, you need to know basic math skills, um, and a lot of careers or anything like that. But, um, so that argument always kind of drives me nuts. So I see the point of like, no class is necessarily pointless. Um, you know, cause at the end of the day, you're probably learning critical thinking skills or how to problem solve, um, things like that, which is just great from an intellectual perspective. But, um, I do think it's a little different whenever, you're paying all this money for a degree too. Yeah. Cause that you're, plays paying, a factor. you're paying for those classes. Yeah. It's like, you're paying for this class that is like, like, come on, like, am I really going to need this mm-hmm. in my career field? Like, am I ever going to come across something like this? I think that's more so kind of where the frustration lies, but, um, I've had that discussion discussion with a professor, uh, who's a good friend of mine one time though. And his argument to that was like, it's great to be well-rounded. Yeah, that's because so true. It helps you to be a better, primarily like a better conversationalist. Mm-hmm. Um, the more that you kind of know about different topics, it can mm-hmm. help you, you know, and you can go have a conversation with just about anybody and maybe, you know, a tidbit about what they do or, mm-hmm. um, you know, a little bit about, ge- what was it? A little bit about tectonic plates. Yeah, tectonic <laughs> plates. You never know when that's going to come up in a conversation. <laughs> You never know when you're going to need to learn about that and, Mm -hmm. and talk about that. But, um, 
it's kind of, he was just saying, you know, it's good to be well-rounded. You can have better conversations and especially as a salesperson too, like since that was kind of what I was wanting to, you know, go into and, um, I worked in sales for a while. Uh, you know, you're meeting a lot of people that have different professions and different backgrounds and different expertise. So kind of having a little tidbit on a little bit of everything could be helpful. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. That was kind yeah. of a long tangent, but that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. But I have an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> well, is it or is it not? We'll find know. out. I feel like be the judge. sometimes I wish, like, I'm glad that I went to college straight out of high school just because, like, it was, it was pretty hard to, like, complete. And so, like, I'm happy that it's done and I can go on and work and whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if I would have waited and I would have started, like, say now, mm-hmm. I think I would have appreciated it more. Yeah. And same with high school. Like, I would eat up a history class now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I took history my um, freshman year of college and obviously in high school. And I was like, oh, this is so boring. Like, let me just get through this. And now I feel like learning is so cool. Like, I want to know about that war. What started it? Like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Yeah. One time, Trina and I were in the car. And we were just like, man, we really need to learn more about history. And we were just finding podcasts on, yeah, just like the finding, trying to find random podcasts on like just different history topics. And it's, it is really funny, like, but and so true. Like now I have way more of like, I want to learn a lot more now. Definitely mm-hmm. way more than I was when I was 18, 19 years old. Like you don't yeah. appreciate that stuff, you know? Like, yeah. Like you're not concerned about that. It's not very interesting. Um, but what do you, what would you say about the format? Cause maybe the format of lectures and stuff is maybe the reason why we don't necessarily enjoy learning. Like, do you yeah. think that that could be a factor? I mean, yeah, but I feel like if you have an interesting professor, anything can be interesting. Yeah. You know, like has they have, if they're engaging and they're like storytelling yeah, and they're like relatable so if they're speaking in like super intellectual terms and you're, it's kind of over your head and you're like, I'm not really following, but if he's like, yo, like this is what happens. So you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like a more relatable and engaging professor, if you have that, then anything you can learn about anything and it would be so interesting. Yeah. I, I really think so. Mm-hmm. I had a professor in college that I loved I loved hearing her lectures. Like Mm -hmm. she was engaging. She was so competent on what she was teaching us and she, and she was passionate and you could Mm -hmm. tell. And I, I loved her classes and she taught research, which was not like, I wasn't ever super intriguing. (laughs) It was like one of my harder classes. I never thought that I would be interested in it, but she made it interesting. So I think it totally depends on who's teaching you. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I heard something the other day uh, on from somebody on a podcast, and they are basically like, I don't remember the time span of it. They're like, if you just, you know, if you're able to go back in time and get somebody from 100, 200 years ago and bring them to the present, they're like, the one thing that they would recognize would be schools. Mm. As if, like, you know, they haven't really changed ever the classroom still pretty much looks pretty similar. Obviously we have newer technology now, but, um, you get the point like the same, like, you know, the bell rings and you go to the next one or, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of the similar style, but I don't know how you would, you would change it necessarily. Yeah. I don't really see a way to maybe making it like more like hands-on Montessori whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, in college it's kind of neat too. Cause they, they kind of have a little bit more freedom of like, you know, I've had classes outside where we just like go outside and, mm-hmm. you know, do a lesson out there or something, but I don't really know how they would, how they would adjust like the whole classroom style or the lecture style. Um, I mean, I, I want to just argue that it is a lot different with technology. Yeah. Like we didn't use 
I mean, we would like go to the computer lab. <laughs> to do yeah, something. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. But now like working in an elementary school, like they're on iPads, they're learning th- a lot. Like they do a lot on iPads. Do you remember playing the the mouse game? No. On the, on the computers? No. Really? No. I'm, I'm trying to remember that. I remember playing like a game of the mouse. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that is that is kind of interesting, which I haven't been inside of school, obviously, in a long time. You're there every day. But yeah, I didn't really think about yeah, that. It's They're way, on like iPads. And it's way computers. different. Oh, yeah. Wow. Well, I, like I don't see textbooks. I books, you know, reading. Yeah. But reading's good. It's important. We would have like textbooks. Even in like fifth grade, we would have our American history textbook or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think high school probably still has that, I think. But I don't know because I'm not in high school. Yeah. So I don't know. I do think it's a lot different though. Yeah, it is different. Yeah. Mm. It was like a big deal if we had to do a test on a computer. Yeah. Like I remember being stressed out about the login and I would be like really listening because I didn't want the teacher yeah. to like continue <laughs> when on. When they give the demo and then. <laughs> yes, when they give the demo. <laughs> you got to like keep up. Oh man. Make sure you don't fall behind. I remember breaking a sweat in those situations. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it is pretty different. So yeah. let's continue talking about some pros. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we kind of, I think we kind of hit the head on the nail. Yeah. Hit the nail. Wait, no, hit the nail, nail on, on the, the head. head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think another benefit too is it kind of aids you in in getting out and being independent pretty oh, soon. Yeah. Um, I think that's a benefit of it. Not that you can't be that way, you know not going to college you definitely can get right out of the house or um you know go to the military or go to something along those lines where you're just immediately out of the house mm-hmm. and kind of on your own so there's lots of other paths with that but I think it personally helped me out a lot with getting out and being independent learning how to be on my own and it was tough at first mm-hmm. like when I first started going to college like I was still going home like every weekend mm-hmm. <clears throat> and staying at home on the weekends. Um, but eventually it just kind of like, I don't know what happened, but one day it just kind of clicked and I was like, you met me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, this is before I met you for sure. Um, that if it was about the time I met you, that probably would have been the, not as good, but, um, it just kind of clicked for me and I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm on, I'm on my own now. Like yeah. I want to be on my own. Like, um, home was just kind of like a nice, like safety comfort mm-hmm. place to be, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that that helped me out because if I didn't go to school, I don't, I don't know if I would have been able to, to get out on my own as quick. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on that? Um, I kind I don't know. I kind of have a different thought, I guess on that, but hit me with it. I mean, I don't really, I don't really want to get into it. So you don't want to get, I don't into really it? know how, how to explain it. What's in my head. So really? Yeah, so... You don't want to try? Not really. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to say that I do think another, like, big pro of college is just getting out of your comfort zone in general. Mm -hmm. Like, every day you're putting yourself in new experiences, and that's... There's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. So... Well, do you want to get into some, uh, some cons? Some cons, yeah. Mm, Some mm, mm, convict mm, music. music. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is so random, but the other day I was driving to work and I was like, man, like what is what happened to Akon? Like Yeah. I miss Akon, so I just listened to Akon all the way to work. Really? Just gotten a little Akon kick. Oh yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So some cons. It's expensive. Yeah, that's the biggest con. Yeah. Obviously. Student loans. Student loans. loans. Yeah. Everything else. And I think for me, the biggest thing is, is so both Trina and I have a lot of student loans that we're going to be paying on for a very long time in our lives. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I think for me too, you know, personally, I just made a ton of mistakes um, early on because Mm -hmm. like, I just didn't feel like I had, um, you know, the more so like just the education on like, Hey, like, this is what you're doing to yourself right now. And now you and I are learning very quickly, like, okay, well, you know, right. this is a huge liability every month <laughs> for oh, us. Yeah. Like when you're it's in a college. big portion of our income. But when you're, you know, 18, 19 years old 
And it's like, okay, well, I have to pay for this somehow. Like, I don't have somebody that's just going to pay for this for me. So how else are you going to do it, you know? And you're just not really, I I just didn't feel like I was equipped to kind of make those decisions. Make those huge financial decisions. Yeah, it is. That's, you know, I I wish they had like, and maybe they do and we just didn't have access to it. But I would like, I would like love for them to have something where they truly go into that and they dive into that. Mm-hmm. And you kind of have an opportunity to learn mm-hmm. so you can make an educated decision on, you know, taking out these loans and which loans to take out and, you know, that route. Yeah. And I think they do. I just don't think that when you're that age, when you're 18, it's not you, don't, registering. <laughs> you don't really get it. Yeah. You know, like most people, they haven't paid for thing. I mean, you're a kid, so you haven't paid paid for living on your own yeah well i think it's it's just the inability to like foresee consequences the consequences of of your actions and decisions like you know then it's just like oh okay you know i'm just gonna take out all these student loans and (laughs) eventually i'm just going to you know i'll pay them off whenever i'm in my career and everything else you know and you're just kind of i just don't think i know for me i just did not have that foresight to know right. kind of what exactly I was getting into. Right. 100%. Um, so, you know, learn from me, especially, um, you know, which I don't really re- regret anything, but I definitely made a lot of mistakes with that. But. Yeah. And for me, I feel like at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade any amount of money for the experience that I had. And like the people yeah. I met, like I wouldn't have met you, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like if I feel That's like in a lot stuff. of, I feel like in a lot of ways that like, shaped me and it helped me grow into who I am yeah. today. That sounds really cheesy. Ooh. That was so cheese. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I mean, I truly feel like that. I, yeah. tr- I really do. So, okay, let's talk about some more cons. We kind of already touched on this, but you choose what your major is literally so young and you have to like yeah. commit to it. Yeah. And then and you don't you, know what you're going to be interested in. No. And it changes. Yeah. Like what I thought, I mean, I okay, technically I'm kind of doing what I thought I was going to do, but like it, it changes. Yeah. Your priorities change as you get older, your interests change. I'm not the same person I was when I was 18. Yeah, exactly. Like that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. That is kind of the tough part because you kind of have to make this commitment because really when you're like three years in, you can't necessarily it would be really hard to like, oh, I actually want to do this and I want to do something else because, you know, you've already built up and taken the classes to get you to this degree. So, um, that, yeah, it's just, it's a tough decision to make that young. And that's why a lot of people who I feel like get degrees usually don't go into a career path that uses their degree. Like I'm not in a career path that uses my degree. Right. That's true. Um, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like there's like a level of like stuckness with choosing one career. I guess for me, like I love being a social worker and I love what I do. However, like if I did like get super passionate about something else and I decided tomorrow I'm like I want to go into marketing, like yeah. <laughs> you know, or something like that, I I would feel a lot of guilt doing that because I spent 5 years studying to be a social worker yeah and it's like i've worked two years in my field basically and then i'm just gonna switch like you know that seems like you work so hard to get somewhere and then you just change it i feel like that's a hard thing for a lot of people it would be for me yeah not that i want to change but if i did i would definitely feel that way right yeah no that's a great point and that's kind of the difference between yours and mine is like mine's Mm. super like broad yeah it's just you know you're pretty much your standard business degree so it's like whatever you kind of want to do you can do however Mm -hmm. any like real specialty thing obviously you're limited with that Um, but you know so just different paths yeah different paths um let's talk about some more cons um i think you one of the ones we discussed this a little bit but you kind of miss out on earning potential for four years. That's yeah. a big thing. So so basically you're probably going to 
struggle a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. work part-time job and just try to get by. Yep, yep. Whereas if, you know, out of high school or you just get right into the workforce and then you're earning income and already you can save money, you're not in debt, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. So. And another thing um, with choosing to go right into a career versus go to college to study a certain career path is that you are earning experience right off the bat. So if you graduate high school and then you're working somewhere four years rather than studying to work somewhere four years, Mm -hmm. you already have four years of experience when we're just getting out of college. And aside from like internships over summer or part-time internships, which those are so impactful, we don't have any experience. So it's yeah. like, you need a degree and prefer two years experience in yeah. the field. And it's like, well, <laughs> well how I, does that work? <laughs> I just got out of college. So what do you want? Yeah. What do you, so that's definitely like a, I guess like a con that I would think of, um, you yeah. know, and making that decision. Yeah. Cause if you just go right into the workforce, you can boom, 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 work your way up or, um, something right away. Um, which, you know, getting out of college, it, Sometimes it can be a struggle not having experience and you're in a competitive situation trying to get mm-hmm. this uh, job that you want. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. definitely a downside. Yeah. So to wrap this portion up, I think it really depends on what you want to do and what's best for you. There's pros to going to college. There's cons. And same with going right into working. There's pros and cons. And yeah. not. I don't believe one is better than the other. It's just what you want to do or like what's best for you in the season of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it's all, I don't think there's any one way to get to where you want to go or I, I think, you know, college now is a lot of it has changed. You know, I think, I feel like it used to be a lot more like, Oh, you have to go to college if you want to do anything with your mm-hmm. life. But I think now with like the internet and everything mm. else, like there's so many possibilities. Oh, you can yeah. hop on YouTube and learn pretty much any skill you want to learn, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think now it's, um, I don't know. Would you say the value of a degree is probably starting to decline now? What are your thoughts on that? I don't really know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. That's I don't a good know question. I necessarily have a, opinion on it either because a lot of it i feel like especially in my career search a lot of it was just more like it was just like you a have check, a four-year degree it was just checking great. a box yeah like it didn't really matter it was just like yeah boom, you check the box you have it you're good to go yeah now what else do you bring you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. like, like yeah. what's your experience like, okay cool you got set? it boom now what's what's yeah. that um but not to say because i do think it's it's great like if you're able to get a four-year degree it just shows a lot about you know, you're able to stick with something and commit mm-hmm. to it and get it done because it is a long time and yeah. it's a lot of classes. And it's not and easy. It's not easy to do. So there's a lot of, I think the character of that too is is um, uh, super beneficial. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and jump into our next topic, mm-hmm. which is... Finding the dream job. Yeah. I don't freaking know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do dream jobs exist? Like, I feel like as you grew up, you were always asked, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Mine was like a ninja. I'm not going to lie. Mine was a teacher. Really? Yes. All elementary school wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that funny? You're like teacher and like guys were like, yeah, I want to be like a pirate, you know, (laughs) astronauts. Yeah. But yeah. but yeah. Yeah. What if you like you had to be like whatever you wanted to be when you're five, like you had to stick with that forever. That's insane. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be like, there'd just be just, it'd be chaos. Yeah. That would be, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Could you imagine I'm just running around like just a pirate? <laughs> like, you know, wait, did you really want to be a pirate? What'd you want to be? I don't know. No, I WWE. feel like it was common. Oh yeah. I want to be a WWE, WWE wrestler. wrestler. That's what I wanted to be. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. <laughs> yes. So basically my opinion of this is no, dream jobs don't exist in the way that we kind of thought of them growing up. Yeah. And when I say we, I, because I don't know what you thought when you were growing up. I don't know what you were told when you were growing up. But for me, it was, it, yeah, it doesn't exist in the way that I always like kind of imagined. Yeah. 
I agree. I think, and I'm starting to learn this for myself as well. And I think that this is an issue that I have because I, I'm just like one of those people with, with jobs. I think I'm trying to search for that maybe mm-hmm. a little bit too much. And that's because oh, yeah. I've moved, I moved careers a lot already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think that that's something that I battle with is like, I get into something and I'm kind of excited about it. And then time goes by and I'm like, uh, like, and I think that's just how it is with the job. Like any job's going to eventually be you know, a job, like Mm -hmm. it's going to, you're not going to like all aspects of your career. And I think that's something that I need to definitely learn a lot more of is like, you know, it's not always going to be perfect. You're not going to find something that's going to check every single box of everything Mm -hmm. you want, but it's more so about, you know, does it check enough boxes Mm -hmm. for you to be satisfied and fulfilled with it? Um, And I think too, as you kind of grow, through your career and I'm learning this too like I'm finally getting to a point to where I'm getting like pretty decent at my job Mm -hmm. I'm starting to learn a lot more and I'm getting better at it and I think with that progress it leads you to actually starting to enjoy it a little bit more because you're like Mm -hmm. hey like look like I'm over the learning curve like I'm getting pretty good at this like you know and you know you have a like I just had a performance review or whatever and it went really well and I was like wow like you know starting to pick up on it or get a little mm-hmm. bit better at it. And I think that kind of helps with that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really want to talk about what you said about, um, feeling fulfilled by your job. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that a struggle that I have had, and I think a lot of people probably have is feeling like you need to get all of your fulfillment from your job. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that is true. Like I, I just hate that our jobs are such a big role in our lives. Yeah. Because if you think about it, like there's so much more to life than just what you do for a job or for a career. Like it's important and it's important to like do things for other people and, you know, do something that you love and that has an impact on others. Like I think that's really important. But at the same time, there's like so much that's important outside of that. Yeah. Like your family, what brings you joy, your hobbies. Like there's other ways outside of work to find fulfillment. Yeah. 100%. But I think if you can find fulfillment in your career, even better, you know. Yeah. Like you definitely have, yeah, you definitely have to like believe that what you're doing is making a difference in, yeah. in something. Like I feel like that's super important, at least for me. Yeah. Because it gives you like a sense of purpose, mm-hmm. which... I think leads to overall career satisfaction and why people stay in the careers they do. It's like a sense of purpose or like, this is what I do. This is who I am almost. But yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like, don't you think a person can find a sense of purpose in their family life? Oh yeah. Outside of work. 100%. So technically it depends on kind of like, I mean, some people, I think that it's totally okay if you just clock into work you get the job done and then you're just looking forward to what you're doing when you're getting home with your family or with your spouse or by yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So work doesn't have to be everything. Right. 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 Like we put a lot of (laughs) emphasis on it. (laughs) Yes. Like that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, ugh, there's just so much emphasis on it. And I think that there's some good things to that, but there's also like, if mm-hmm. work's not going very well and it's impacting your life so much, like negatively, yeah, I hate that. Yeah, because it yeah. does have a huge. Because you're spending forty hours of your week there, ideally. Yeah. Um, and it's like you spend so much of your time doing it. So, if it's having such a big impact on you mentally or mm-hmm. emotionally. Yeah, which leads me to my next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are some signs? Do you think? that a person should move on from their career yeah, and explore something else. Yeah. I would say, you know, if you're just getting to the point to where it is having such a huge impact on your overall, like mental health, like every career is going to like, you're going to, you're not going to find something that's not going to stress you out or that's not going to be overwhelming at times. Like, right. Cause everything, I mean, there's probably a unicorn out there, but you know, <laughs> for the most part, like any job you get into is going to have its faults, but 
I think if it's just like having such a heavy impact on you, like maybe it's just not worth it, you know, but then again, you also have to take into account, um, maybe, you know, your, what's your ability to go out and, and get a new job or mm-hmm. what does that look like in your, you know, and, and that overall grand scheme of things. Cause you know, obviously we need the job to provide an income right. for our family. So, right. you know, it's, it's great to say like, Oh, you know, if it's, causing you a bunch of mental health issues just you know just quit your job but the reality is is you can't just do that right exactly Mm -hmm. and I and I was saying it more so like when is it appropriate or when is it a good idea that to recognize that hey this is having more of a negative impact on my life than it is a positive impact and it's time for me to explore other options, but not just like quit before you have a new job or a new yeah. income source. Cause obviously that's not realistic. And honestly, like it's not, yeah, not and everyone has that like privilege, I guess. Yeah. And you don't want to interview out of desperation either. So always make sure you're keeping your, <laughs> your current job. If you're looking into a new one, um, I wouldn't just quit right away and then, try to find a new one down there. Yeah. There's a big difference interviewing when you have a current position rather mm-hmm. than being in desperation mode, trying to find a new job and just interviewing and almost taking anything that oh, yeah. comes That's, your way. That sounds like the most stressful thing yeah. that <laughs> I could ever imagine. 100%. Um, but yeah, that's, that's what I would say. Um, or, you know, if your values don't align, that's a big one. Um, yeah. which I've had experiences with that. Um, cause that's, that's big, you know, if, if you, are not in agreement or if you don't see the, you know, you don't believe in the vision of the company you're with and, um, and you think something differently, maybe you might, you know, you don't want to sacrifice who you are. Right. To, for this career, you know, I don't think that's worth it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I feel like that's a big red flag (laughs) to be honest. Like if you are doing something that working for a company or business or whatever that you don't feel like your personal values align with that yeah mm, you're probably gonna your self-esteem is gonna take a hit too yeah oh yeah <laughs> and how would you be motivated that if you have yeah if you don't see like what the company is trying to do yeah and you're probably not going to be as successful in the role either no or fulfilled yeah you know because you're not going to feel motivated to get up and just do something that you don't necessarily believe in yeah or you don't feel like is leading to benefiting the world in any way yeah and I think it's also important in thinking of what your dream job should be yeah is to think of like what are your priorities in your life and does that job allow for you to put those priorities first yeah. Does that make sense? So I feel like time for me is a huge thing. Like mm-hmm. time outside of work is a huge thing because it allows me to prioritize things like friends and family and exploration and health and fitness. Like it allows me to prioritize that because there I'm not like working eight hours a week. Yeah. 52 weeks out of the year, you right. know? Yeah. I agree 100%. I think, um, and an old mentor of mine used to say this, and um, I just think it's pretty spot on. And he would say, you know, don't try to follow your passion in life. He's, and he's like, because your passion always changes. Mm. Like my passion right now isn't what I was passionate about when I was 18. And mm. what I was passionate about at 18 wasn't what I was passionate about at 15, you know. So, you know, our passions are always consistently changing. But what he said was find a career that allows you to pursue your passions. See, that gives you that's the exactly what that I'm gives saying. you the income and the lifestyle to then pursue your passion. And I just thought that that was super powerful. Like, yeah, that's really cool. I think that's pretty spot on. And I think sometimes I need to remember that for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I don't love my career right now. Definitely not. I mean, if, it, if they ask me to do it for free, I'm not telling them that I'm going to do it, you know? <laughs> right. Like, at the end of the day, it's okay yeah. if your career is just a career. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I like a lot of the benefits that come with it, and I like working remote, mm-hmm. um, things like that, you know? And ideally, I have a lot of flexibility in my day. Like, there's lots of things that come with it that's like, oh, okay, sometimes I need to step back and 
reflect on that. Yes. And, and be, be grateful like, for yeah. like the perks that your job, like the good aspects of your job. Yeah. 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 I'm making it a goal of mine to like, if someone asks me like a friend or a family member asks me like how my job is going, I'm, I feel like sometimes my brain automatically goes to all the negative things that yeah. are happening. Like the stress I feel, which a lot of people feel stressed in their jobs and like not all stress is bad. Um, mm-hmm. it's just part of life really. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're going to get away with that. I think you'd be I... bored yeah. if there wasn't <laughs> some element of stress, you know? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I found myself like being like, Oh man, like, this is it's just been a crazy week like I'm so stressed out I'm so tired I'm I'm just worn out you know like Mm -hmm. just kind of focusing on the negative part aspects of my job but then when I step back and think about it I'm like man I really need to start telling people like this is like like I had so much fun at my job this week and just kind of I don't know reflecting on the positive things too so yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of like my goal. Yeah, I would say I would say this like no matter what route you decide to go, you go to college, you go to trade school, you go to the military, you go right into the workforce. Whatever you do, I would just say, you know, try to approach it with the best attitude possible mm-hmm. and just try to be the best that you can possibly be at it as mm-hmm. I mean, obviously it's not groundbreaking information, but <laughs> but but your like honestly, matter, yeah, you know, because that just is just a reflection of your character mm-hmm. and how you go about it. Like even if, you know, you you don't love your job and you hate it, you know, still show up every day and, and try to be the absolute best you can at it because you never know what door that could open. You know, yeah. you might hate your job and be in a position, but you might meet somebody who comes in who's a customer and, you know, you're just you give them the best experience you possibly can even though you know you don't love what you're doing but you're still giving it your best effort and that could you know they could own a business over here and they you know try to recruit you to this job or yeah. you know it could open doors for you and in, in so many other ways um so that would be my biggest thing is just you know approach everything with the best attitude that you possibly can and always just try to put your best foot forward yeah and i also think a good way to ensure that your dream job stays your dream job is by keeping your boundaries in place because I feel like any job could quickly lead to burnout if you oh yeah are constantly letting it impact your mental health outside of work or you're working like extra hours all the time or taking it home with you or on Sunday half a Sunday you're just stressed out because what's coming up on Monday I feel yeah. like your dream got your your dream job could quickly become something that you dread because yeah. you're not setting those boundaries and you're not taking care of yourself outside of work too. Cause there's, again, there's so many more elements of life. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, um, Jim Rohn used to talk about that a lot and I loved how he approached it. And he, he was saying he used to be, you know, at the beach and thinking about his job. And then when he was at his job, he was thinking about the beach, you know, and wow. it's like, yeah. And it's, you know, I think you, and one thing that I'm, I've been really getting a lot better at was like, okay. In that scenario when I'm at the beach, I'm at the beach. Mm-hmm. When I'm at my job. I'm at my job, you know, right. Like cutting it being, off. Yeah. Being able to, com- you know, compartmentalize mm-hmm. what's going on. And I think, now I've gotten a lot better at that. Whereas when I first started in this new career that I'm in now, like I could never turn it off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the downsides to also working remote, yeah. working from home, is it becomes really difficult to turn it off, <laughs> especially when you look yeah. over and you have your lap, your work laptop, your work phone over mm-hmm. here, and you work out of in your living room. It's kind of hard to get away from, oh yeah, you know, um, uh, work necessarily. So. Yeah. Um, but you know, through time I've gotten a little bit better and I just set that strict boundary. I was like, I'm working eight to five and I'm taking a lunch break Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. There you go. Unless I absolutely have to. So, you know, can you hand me your phone? Can can you hand it to me? I can hand you my phone. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. 
All right, y'all. I wanted to read a quote, but I realized that I had it pulled up on my phone and my phone is recording. Um, yeah. So I'm going to look that up real quick. Mm-hmm. But I don't like Chase's phone because I can never find where anything is. Yeah. But anyways, while she's doing that, I would just say, of course, sometimes there is dream jobs that do exist and people get real lucky and they just nail it and they get into the right career and they love it. That obviously happens. And if that's your goal, continue to chase that. Um, but also just know any career you get into, there's going to be aspects of it you don't like. And that's just going to be part of the journey. And I don't think you're ever going to be able to, to escape that. Um, that's just, you know, just kind of part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but also you can use your time outside of, you know, your job to do uh, some things that you are passionate about or something that you can always, you know, try to start a side business or start a podcast, <laughs> you know, outside of work, uh, yeah. something that does kind of bring you more fulfillment or, or enjoyment hobbies Yeah, or, or have hobbies, you know, so spend time with family. Yeah. All mm-hmm. those good things, you know? Yep. Basically drop out of college and start a business. There you go. <laughs> Hustle culture 101. Yeah. But, <laughs> So anyways, I wanted to, we kind of touched on, well, Chase just touched on this again, but just like at the end of the day, like, I I feel like I'm just going to repeat what you said, but nothing's going to be like perfectly a hundred percent your dream job all the time. Every single hour you work, minute you work, um, there's going to be aspects of it that you don't really enjoy. There's going to be periods or seasons that you're more stressed out. But what it really comes down to is you have a big impact on your job and how it is your dream job because of your perspective and because of your attitude that you have about it. And so I wanted to read this quote because um, my grandma, she has it. She has it. I love my grandma. She has it printed out and um, it's it was on her fridge. I don't know if it's on her fridge still, but it's a quote by Charles Swindle. And I believe he's a pastor, but it says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. Retweet. (laughs) He didn't say that part. We cannot change the inevitable. (laughs) The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. So I don't know. I just try to remind myself that every day, like two people can have the exact same life and one can be the happiest person and the next can just focus on everything miserable happening. Mm -hmm. And that's not, you know, I know that there's obviously other things that impact that and, you know, different mental health diagnoses that are the outliers to what I'm saying. So don't hear me say that. I'm just saying attitude can really really impacts our experience mm-hmm. what we choose to focus on yeah i love that yeah Great so there's quote. yeah i wanted to read Retweet. a coat oh coat i wanted to read a coat i wa- wanted to read a quote on the cast <laughs> yeah <laughs> i can't talk yep retweet yeah but um yeah is there anything else that you wanted to touch on in these questions down here honestly I don't think so. I think that we we um we talked about the we pretty topic. much nailed it. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyways, y'all, don't forget if you did find something. What are you nudging me about? Do, we got to do our challenge though. Okay. Yeah. What's gonna be our challenge? <laughs> What's gonna be our challenge out of this one? Um, find a way to this week. Um, find a positive outlook on the work that you're doing. And if you have a job, let's just take some time to be grateful that we have a job. Yeah. And we can provide and put food on the table and we have shelter and everything else. So um, just taking the time to have a positive outlook on 
what we're doing for a living, even if it's not, you know, what you want to do and it's not your dream job and um, everything else, you know, at least it's putting food on the table for you. So, yeah, you could even write out a list of everything you love about your job because people like to focus on everything they hate about their job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So just write out everything that you are grateful for when it comes to the work you're doing every day. Mm -hmm. Not every day, but a lot of the time. Yep. Yep. Okay. Now you can continue. I'm sorry that I nudged you so aggressively. Yeah. Trine was like kneeing me under the table as hard as she could there for a minute. (laughs) Not as hard as I I think I got a bruise on my knee. Okay. Well, sorry. So just, you know, just abuse going on. That's all good. Anyways, if you like this podcast, (laughs) sorry, if you like this podcast, then please feel free to hit the notification bell, share it with a friend if you found some value. If you know somebody who's thinking about their teetering on the fence of, should I go to school? Should I go back to school? Should I do this or this? Maybe share this podcast with them. They might be able to find some value in it. Retweet. Retweet. And make sure to stay tuned. Uh, We drop an episode every single Sunday, um, besides when we have technical difficulties. Yeah, like last week. (laughs) Like last week. So, you know, that happens. Computer issues. Most Sundays. Most Sundays. Almost every Sunday, besides with the exception of one. We drop a new episode. So, um, and thank you all so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate you guys supporting us every single week. It seems like, you know, somebody will always reach out to us and say some nice things. So thank you guys so much for all the love and support. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Bye.